uh, I just did that thing where you start a new drink, but somehow in your mind, you're, you've prepared yourself for a drink that's maybe at about like 80% full rather than 100% full, even though oh, you just opened you? it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I quite spilled it. No. Okay. But very close. Mm-hmm. Very close. Do you do that thing where... Um, you forget where your mouth is you, on your face. Yes. And then you kind of miss your mouth. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a that was a real problem for me during my um during my adult career days. Like, <laughs> oh, got it wrong. Oh, missed. Cut. Cut. <laughs> Randy. I'm sorry, guys. Randy, how many times do you get a Randy? Yeah, I, I just I just forgot sort of where my wait you forgot where your mouth was. Yeah, I, I sort of forgot where my mouth was. Sorry, guys. Okay, this I, it's a real condition. I refuse to let you make light of it. It's a real thing. Like you can't quite. Yeah, it's like a hand mouth oh. coordination thing. Yeah, <laughs> we because we were we were doing that campaign earlier. Uh huh. Uh, we were raising money. For that, yeah, I'm um, gonna do a 5k mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. cab ride <laughs> <laughs> to raise awareness. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. 5k cab ride. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, to support you... the taxi cab industry. Yes, mm-hmm. the failing, the the <laughs> struggling taxi cab industry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm thinking... So, so, so. Maybe mm-hmm. we should get just right into it. What do you think? Uh, right into... Right into the introduction of our show. Yeah. Right into some letters that we received that I would like to read. Oh, uh, right... thank you for checking the mail. I'm yes. terrible about well, that. Well, it's so far away is the thing. Yes. You know, it's like the... It's... I, we got that, I I mean, I, I still support the idea of getting like a really cheap PO box like we did, Mm -hmm. but it's in, Mm -hmm. you know, it's location, 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 right? There's a reason that PO box was so cheap. First of all, the view is terrible, right? Can't see anything when you're inside it. Two, Mm -hmm. location. It's, you know, the, the realtor was trying to pitch that as like a, like up and coming neighborhood kind of thing. And yeah. yeah. And isn't that so gross? What they really mean when they say up and coming neighborhood is they, they mean, Hey, don't worry. The white people are on their way. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's far away, hard to get to. It's a 5k taxi ride. <laughs> so we don't go that often. Welcome. Yeah. To another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. Each week, we visit our neighborhood VHS rental store and select a movie from the back section where they keep the dirty stuff. And we're focusing on uh, movies sort of regarded as classics, not exclusively classics, but our focus is on award-winning adult films, uh, particularly in the, in the, the, the 70s, and 80s, and a little bit of more recent stuff, mostly old school movies, and we're just seeing, do they hold up? Were they good in the first place? 
Were they worth watching? <laughs> Usually no, but we're getting into it. And I'm one of your hosts. I am Randy Chardonnay. And I am Monday Blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oof, that's that long... Oh. That long pause, that's where, oof. Mm-hmm. well, folks, that's usually where Dr. Randolph, uh, Randy. Randy, Sounder. No, Doc. Usually, well, Doc, yeah. Rand, well, his Doc yeah. is, we call him Doc, short for doctor, even though mm-hmm. he's he's not really a what? doctor. Mm-hmm. That was, that's his name? Yeah. Okay. I thought his name was Doc. Well, his name is Doc. But it's short for, <laughs> uh, it's short for doctor. But anyway, um, yeah. that kind of, that's, yeah, that, that confusion is a little, is a pretty good intro to, um, the letters I wanted to read. So let's just get straight into okay. that and answering the letters yeah. will kind of clear up everything, I think. Okay. 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 First letter. Hey, Pozzies. Is everybody okay? That, hey. That last episode was a little wild. Plus, I'm a careful reader Mm -hmm. of the show notes, one of my favorite parts of each new episode, (laughs) and those hinted that something bad had happened and that future episodes might Mm. be in doubt. Please give me some good news. Uh, Sincerely, Udo from Utah. Okay, well, we're going to answer these letters as a bundle. There's the other letter. Okay. Dear Pozzies. Hey, this might seem like a weird question, but is Doc an actual adult performer? The three of you rarely talk about your work outside of the show, and while I assume that you are now primarily highly paid podcasters, you must have had other careers in the past, right? Anyway, I ask because I was watching a scene on Cliteracy.com the other day. You know, that porn site where the performers read aloud from famous works of literature while performing sex acts? And I could have sworn that I heard Doc's tender baritone reading selected passages from Infinite Jest whilst receiving a blowjob from Nikki Nuclear. Maybe I'm just hearing things. I do love Doc's voice, but the similarities were just too, you know, similar. So, what gives? Mm. Signed, Curious in Carson. Mm. Mm. Yeah, bringing up really the, the, the various elephants in the room yeah, mm-hmm. or elephants no longer in the room, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Oof, how, yeah. how, how to answer this one. I mean, the short answer is, uh, yes. Um, curious is right. Right. That's where, yes. Yeah. Hmm. yeah um, it seems that, I mean, we started this podcast mm-hmm. because, um, we have been, let's be honest, yeah. you know, we're over the age of 25. Mm-hmm. So we were aged out yeah. of the adult industry and we had all this downtime yet also all this expertise. Right. So we we're like, all right, podcast. Um, and then somehow the, the runaway success of this show, uh, really revitalized, um, our porn careers again. Well, for some well, of us. Well, for, for one of us anyway. For one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Doc is uh, back in the business proper. And we wish him the best. We yes. really do. Yeah. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for, this, for I'm, this new chapter. Yeah, I'm not going to watch any of his scenes. I, I think that would just... Um, 
I'll I'll watch and report okay. back. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that I'll be I the correspondent. I'm not I'm not against watching his scenes. It just it's just mm-hmm. sort of like oh, just like watching watching your brother. You know, it's just you don't. Oh. Right. That's how I feel about it anyway. Yeah. Um, but he is he is doing a, a kind of a long form series, reading the entirety of Infinite Jest, and that is my favorite book. So I may <laughs> I may have to check that out. Anyway, um, he it, we, it's possible uh, Doc will come back and do the occasional episode with us. Uh, but yeah, this week it's just us. Oof, oof, and the occasional long pause. Do you have a synopsis? Um, do I have a synopsis? It's okay if yes you don't, because it's a new no. sh- it's a new show now. You know what I mean? It's a different <laughs> it's a different process. Yeah. It's um Yeah, it does it well, can be different. Mm-hmm. I do and I don't. Okay. Uh and I think that says more about this film. Hmm. About me, interesting. So, the film uh, in question is a mm-hmm. film called The Big Thrill, made in the year of our Lord 1989. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and uh, um, there, there is a hair salon. Are you doing the synopsis? And you're you're kind of easing into this sort of like you're sort of easing into the synopsis the way a, a child works uh, works her way into the swimming pool on a kind of a chilly day, you know, just sort of like mm. toes, ankles. Yeah. That's exactly how I'll do it. Great. Yeah. So there is a hair salon, very late eighties, mm. uh, lots of chartreuse. You know, lots of um, uh, imitation wood paneling, um, but a lot of leather and a lot of pleather and a lot of uh, glass as well, you know. And uh, um, there, there is a, uh, a man, <laughs> there is a man. I'm pretty sure. I now feel uh, like you're doing a sort of. Um, am I watching the movie right now? Yes. No. I, I, I feel like you're sort of uh, doing the doing a service of sort of describing this for the visually impaired. You're just like sort of <laughs> open on an interior, and you're like you're kind of doing it in real time. Well, I th- well because the setting is very very important That's to true. this film. It's yeah. extremely important. Uh huh. And um, <laughs> so a man shows up with a bag of some mysterious powder mm-hmm. and hands it to the employee there named Manuel mm-hmm. and says, yo, this is some uh, uh, amazing uh, thing for your hair. Make sure Andre, the owner, gets it. And uh, and then kind of like moonwalks out, right? Yeah. So very cool. Uh, we, <laughs> we never see him again. Hey, Hello. Manuel, is Andre here? 
No, uh, he's not here till uh, nine o'clock. Oh, shit. I have an appointment. I won't be able to stay and wait for him. Listen, you got to do something for me. Maybe. Huh? See, I got something that's real dynamite for him. Yeah? Okay? Now, it, 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 it's great stuff, and it just came from Sweden. It's, it's fantastic. And it's for the hair. You know? Now, I'm going to give it to you. And I want you to give it to him, see? Now, here it is. And here's my card. Make sure that Andre gets it. All right, Emmanuel. Mr. Goldman? Who the hell you think you've been talking to? Your hair. I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now listen, listen to me. Listen carefully. This is for the hair, and you give this to Andre. You okay? Look so different. Yeah, yeah, I know. Now, now you give it to him. Don't forget. I can't believe it's you. This is for and, Andre. Okay? And Manuel takes this powder and uh, puts it in the the glass jar of sugar. Uh, mixes it into the sugar, right? No? Um, I think he uh, he has a new bag of... Sh- he has an unmarked sugar bag, and he has this oh. other bag, and in a classic, oh. classic mix-up, puts them too oh. close to each other and refills the sugar bowl with, mm. with the hair chemicals rather the than the hair sugar. The hair chemicals. Okay. All right. Um, totally knew that. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, what happens is it makes everybody really horny. And of course, what is the one thing you go to a hair salon for? The coffee. So everyone there is drinking this coffee, getting super horny, and then everyone just fucks each other. Whoa. Did I miss didn't, anything? Didn't see that coming. Um, well, no, that's the that's the basics of it. And it mm-hmm. becomes a little bit more stressful because it's a classic situation. Uh, about an hour after they open... They get a call mm. from um, from some reporters, and yeah, a newspaper yeah. wants to come and uh, um, talk talk to them, interview them, profile yeah. them. Yeah, did you mm-hmm. did you ever get any sense of sort of what the, what the story was going to be about with this uh, hair salon? The newspaper story? Yeah, like what was their uh, angle? Just like, hey guys, yeah. you know that stuff that comes out of your head. And it keeps getting longer. <laughs> Here's a way that you can get it shortened, in a, and you can choose well, how they shorten yeah. it. Yeah, I imagine it was more of like the lifestyle beat, you mm. know, mm. back mm. when they actually had staff writers for it. Oh, nice. Dear I, I'm Andre, Andre from Andre's, you, the photographer. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Huh, this Hi. is a beautiful salon you have here, Andre. Um, I hear you train in Paris. Yes, well, uh, not exactly. Not exactly. Well, where then? I, uh, I trained in, uh, Fresno. Uh, excuse me, what did you say? Where? Fresno. Fresno? Yes, yes, Fresno. I liked the introduction of, of the, of the news, um, people. Yeah? Very, very 80s, yeah. Well, this whole movie... So much 80s. Can we talk about how 80s this movie is? Can we talk about... This is a movie mm -hmm. that, like, we can kind of go through some of the pairings and stuff. All right. But, like... Yes, let's go... It's... Let's go back and forth. You say something that's 80s about this, like, a keyword, an object, and that I volley. Oh. And we go back and forth. um, 
because because yeah. a volley is also very 80s oh good point safeway uh uh bakery department <laughs> power blazers with the sleeves rolled up to the elbows uh perms mm, mm. bleach blondes giant wristwatches is that an Armani sweatshirt? No, no, that's an Airman sweatshirt. Large telephones? Uh, did you see that mini TV? The mini TV where um, it's sort of the opposite of what you would guess for like the relationship between the screen part of the TV <laughs> and the parts of the TV that are not screens, you know, for, for our 2018 standards. Where it's like this this TV yeah. is like the size yes. of it's like the size of like an old yeah. um, an old like tower yeah. computer. Um, yes. And the screen is on one of the narrower sides and it's like a third <laughs> of the narrowest side. It's wonderful. Yeah. They're like, we need all these controls mm-hmm. to fit <laughs> yes. on the TV. So let's we, just minimize the screen. <laughs> look, you're going to you're going to need all these controls. You're going to need to change yeah. the, the dials to change the channel. You're going to need mm-hmm. the vertical hold. hold. The horizontal <laughs> hold, color adjustment, saturation, mm-hmm. hue. So we got to shrink the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we really need the screen? That's the least important part. <laughs> um, let's see. You got some very big earrings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fake palm tree, or was it a cutout Ooh. of a palm tree? Just standing in the, yeah. Uh, some of these tan lines, I think, are very, Ooh. very era specific <laughs> as well. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are some sharp angles mm-hmm, on those mm-hmm, tan lines. Mm-hmm. Sharp mm-hmm. angles. I think that's that's a pretty good series of volleys. Maybe we can kind of um, mm-hmm. can go into more depth on some of these things yeah so i think you've got you got the basic outlines of of the of the plot um mm-hmm. there's the the this is another one of those classic like oh no uh why are the uh, why are all these what do we, we need an excuse for all these sexy people to have sex with each other can't just yeah. be because they want to let's figure mm-hmm. out why oh mystery chemicals mm-hmm. there you go so we got the mystery, it's mystery chemicals, and then the reporter showing up adds a little bit of kind of second act tension. Um, although a cool thing about this movie is that it's just basically, uh, it's it just all <laughs> happens basically in real time. You know, so it's like, it's like the opening of the store and it's like the first like oh, hour God. of the store happening. And all, it feels like an hour, yeah. Yeah, and nothing, there's no break, there's no, like, later that day or the next day or anything, it's just, like, no. all the same day, all the same same set, all the things happening happening together. Yeah, even, like, the sipping of the coffee, the, the measuring of the sugar, mm-hmm. the sectioning of the donut, mm-hmm. it, it, it's all happening in real time. It was, yes. yeah. It's yes. exhausting. It could all like there's there's uh, some snobby director could remake this movie and just do it like with one one long tracking shot and it would be great, right? Like that could be the <laughs> thing where just like nope, one take, seventy minutes yeah. of people doing it at the hair salon, one camera, one take. 
I used to, so I, I now go to like a very nice, like, um, uh, kind of like, like neighborhood spot and mm-hmm. I don't get my hair cut very often cause I'm kind of a sloppy person. Um, and so I often, so like I've lived in the same town for like six years now. God, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only get my hair cut at this one spot cause I like it. I often uh-huh. have the same person cut my hair that's cut my hair before, but they never uh-huh. remember me because it's been like six months or something or maybe. That's so sad. I don't think so. I like it. You know, I don't, I like, like to be that. honest. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I go for the, I, I just like people touching my hair, my mm. head. Okay. Um, and I like the, the chemical smells and sounds and. Yeah, mm. there, there's just a lot of uh, low low vibration stimulation going on. See, I wanted to segue into the talking about people touching my hair uh, mm-hmm. because, um, oof, there was a place when um, in the previous city I lived in, uh, mm-hmm. I got my hair cut at this one place, and they kind of. I tried a few different spots. The first I tried like a like kind of more like neighborhood um, barber kind of a spot. And I just mm-hmm. felt like uh, the lady who cut my hair was sort of attacking me with um, a very hard comb. <laughs> and I just I just felt like uh, it was. Oh, no. It was sort of the hair version of like when you go to the dentist and you're like, that was unpleasant. But now I feel I very I love clean. going to the dentist. Oh, interesting. OK. Well, mm-hmm. hmm. right. Um, but it's just sort of, it's sort of, I I I just, I just, you know, I just sort of felt a little bit like kind of like my, my follicles were like a little worn out. Oh no. Um, mm. so I didn't go back there cause that was unpleasant. And, um, mm-hmm. and then I went to another place and it changed management a couple of times and it was slowly getting fancier. And so by the end I would have to, I would make an appointment and then everyone who worked there charged a different amount. And so you had to, um, you had to like find a, you'd, you'd call for an appointment, but then you'd be like, and okay. And what's her rate? And it might be like 75 bucks or something. And I'd be like, I don't, oh, no. you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, no, who, who, who mm-hmm. you got in like a 20, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, but then their final mm-hmm. incarnation, they were like a training place. And so everyone was mm-hmm. like trying really hard cause they were like in training mode, trying to graduate to like the fancier branch. And this was like, mm-hmm. this was like the, um, they kind of like minor league baseball of, of hair. And they were like trying to like <laughs> show their stuff and get up to the next level. And they would uh-huh. start doing like head massages and it was really nice. But it, I, I also just like, it made me so uncomfortable where I was like, Why? I just, Oh, just cause like, is it too intimate? It's too intimate. I just feel like mm. you don't, you don't really want to be doing this to me. And <laughs> I, I like, thank you. Um, but I just, yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Uh-huh. So this, um, back to our, our movie here, this is a sort mm-hmm. of, this is a, a sort of a, almost like a family business and, yeah, it's they definitely take a real, just real hands-on approach, you know. Doesn't explain why they don't have a single customer. They have lots of customers. What are you talking about? Oh, do they? Yeah. So I just thought it was everyone working there. No, come on. So but some of them are customers. There are three customers. 
Oh. There are three customers and two reporters. Oh, yeah. And then the of staff, course. Right? So yeah. the first um, the first customer, let's see what's her mm-hmm. name. Oh, is it Sharon is Sharon it must be Sharon Kane. She, okay. I think she's the nails customer. So Sharon mm-hmm. Kane is coming in to get um she has a nail appointment with Nina Hartley. Mm-hmm. Um um uh Beyond the Beaded Curtain fan favorites. And um Wait, what mm. was she in? Well, She's a real, she's a real okay, adult you know superstar. I'm going to do my nails now. Excellent. Yeah. She's a real adult superstar. However, um, as for our purposes, she's only appeared in sort of one of our lost episodes. And that's a Which film one? called My Bear Lady. Oh, who yeah. was she in that? Um, she is not the, she's not the one who's sort of auditioning for the part. She sort of is, she's sort of uh, the, the, the New Yorker who um, is sort of like sort of a character model for oh. the, the star of the show mm-hmm. who eventually mm-hmm. takes over for the star of the show. And they're like, mm, she seems kind of like this part we're looking for already. So maybe she should mm-hmm. just uh, be the one. Um, so, she, and she's, so she's does nails and uh, for Sharon Kane. And then um, uh, what's his name? Randy West, who's also mm-hmm. in my bear lady. Um, he's the one with the giant wristwatch who, he he seems like he might pass out when he's um, when he's sexing. Um, he comes in for a hair appointment, and then um, and Tanya Fox, um, she comes in uh, for a hair appointment and is yeah. kind of left to her own really devices. Does not need any work done on her she amazing does not. hair. No, she does not. She. Um, what do we call that? Is that like a a, a punk? Fade mm. faux hawk. What is that? Well, it's sort of like, hmm, yeah, it's sort of mohawk adjacent. It's 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 shaved mm-hmm. on the sides, up pretty mm-hmm. high, and um, and it's it's wonderful. She's she's my favorite person in this movie. I'll just mm-hmm. say that straight mm-hmm. up. And then she has the the pyramid belt, the three row pyramid belt. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, she's great. So those those are the three customers. And then um, there are, let's see, um, and this is a this is a family operation with um, uh, Joey Silvera and Portia Lynn are the um, mm-hmm. they're 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 a couple in in who run this place, uh, and I guess they're both they both must do hair do hair as well. Although I don't I forget if we see them do <laughs> hair at all or just talk about how they does do hair. anyone do hair? Not really. Um, no. Yeah, uh, Tracy Adams offers to sort of um, uh, sort of uh, do a little work on, for Tanya Fox, although she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, she opts not to work on uh, Tanya's uh, the wonderful hair on Tanya's head. <laughs> she makes a sort of like, "Look, I'm your hairdresser. That needs yeah. to stay. That's perfect." <laughs> but I think you could use a shampoo somewhere else that's <laughs> almost everybody yeah and then and then yeah. oh, oh and then manuel we need to talk about manuel yeah yeah let us talk about manuel so poor we, guy he yeah. just wants to like keep his fucking job and not get fired yes <laughs> so um this movie and we talked about this a little bit um mm-hmm. off camera i i think of my yeah. cameras for your mouth um <laughs> 
Well, I wouldn't you, know where to aim any of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've seen the television program Faulty Towers. Yes. Shady Pines. Oh. <laughs> what? No, Faulty Towers. Have you seen Faulty Towers? John Cleese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, What's Shady yeah, Pines? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I swear that's a show. I'm sure it well. is. Okay, anyway. But yeah, so this this movie really takes heavily from Faulty Towers, which is great. I love Faulty Towers. Mm-hmm. Um, but rather than John Cleese running a um, and his wife running yeah. a bed and breakfast, you think there's Faulty Towers porn? Oh my god! I was that's my. I think <laughs> I wanted to talk about potentially just like rebooting this and really digging in and making it just straight up Faulty Towers porn. Because uh-huh. yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, it's got that same. It, so the Manuel character in this is exactly the Manuel character of Faulty Towers, only he's played by Peter North. So even so, rather than a sort of like like small and, and, and quiet, quiet man, just kind of mm-hmm. uh, trying to like get get his job done or whatever. Is mm-hmm. Peter North, so he's like a like he's a muscly porn man who's kind of like pretending to be kind of mousy and small, you know? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. totally work. It worked in that, like, when he took his clothes off, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. That's did true. not know that's what you had under under all that. That's true. It does make for sort of yeah. a nice reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he's getting, getting pushed around for the whole movie, and then people, and then yeah. this, like, like, people are just... Because once, once he switches the chemical in for the, um, for the sugar, everyone drinks the sex coffee and wants to do sex with yeah. him. And he's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. He, like he's, he's acting like, no, this is crazy. I could never do that. I'm, I'm just a, I'm, yeah, I'm not like a sex haver man. And then he takes off his mm-hmm. clothes and you're like, oh, no, he is a sex haver man. <laughs> Nay, he is the sex haver man. Now that you tell me that it's Peter North, um, this, mm-hmm. I mean, that star power, if if I can just immediately recognize that's a big deal just from the name. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense then that for some reason, I thought when I was watching it, for some reason, we're not shown Manuel having sex immediately, right? There's like a delay. Oh, yeah. Um, to kind of tease us. Mm. So it's at first it's everyone around him kind of, um, pairing up Mm -hmm. and then, and then, you know, maybe halfway through the film, maybe 30 minutes in, um, Manuel gets pulled into the back room and and finally we get what we were waiting for. And then Mm -hmm. also other configurations also start happening you right. know, we see thruples, we see... Uh, Duples, thruples. Duples. S- what's a s- singles? <laughs> the, just those three. A, a supple, a supple. A supple, yeah. I, I like sort of imagining the kind of the space of this um, this interior, just because like yeah. I'm, I'm confident that they did just like, hey, can we borrow your, um, your hair place and... Uh, you mind if we do like our sex movie at your at your hair place, <laughs> and because they keep the front um, uh, the front blinds closed <gasps> the whole True. time, so I think yeah. they really are at a literal strip mall, and also it's just like this interior is so cheap and trashy that I kind of can't imagine that any that even the most skilled team of uh, set dressers 
could have built such a perfect rec- uh, recreation of a, of just a cheap and sloppy 1989 strip mall hair place. <laughs> you know, like it's so, it's, it's, isn't it so unsexy in there? It's, yeah, and it's also the lighting. The yes, kind of the lighting is bad. Overhead, mm-hmm. blue, white wash. Um, yeah, it's very like, um, yeah. It's like the like overhead halogen kind of uh Yeah, which is not not what you should be in like you you know if you're a hair salon you should invest in better lights. You should. It's kind of your your deal maker breaker. You should. Yeah. And uh yeah, so I think this is a real I think this has to be a real hair place. And they also just um speaking of things that are unsexy, just because it's something I'm 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 very familiar with. I, I want to um, use the uh, the kind of the formula the formula of a James Bond movie as a point of comparison. Okay. So when you watch those movies, they always start with like a big cool action sequence that isn't really isn't always explained. It just mm-hmm. like it just like mm-hmm. drops you into it, and it's like boom! This is what kind mm-hmm. of movie this is. Look at all this action! You're you paid fourteen dollars for it, and you're going to enjoy the hell out of it because this is the movie it mm-hmm. is. Stick around, folks. And then this movie, this movie that's going to just, people are going to have sex in front of you. Like attractive people are going to take their clothes off and do sex stuff to each other. So how does the movie start? It starts with Manuel sort of um, putting donuts, taking the donuts out of a bag (laughs) and putting them on a plate and making coffee. And then some weird old man shows up and is is like... Is there any better foreplay than... (laughs) Watching donuts get plated. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess this I think is the... I've answered that question. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like when the guy shows up and is like, give this to Andre. It's so important that you give this hair <laughs> stuff to Andre. And you're just like, is this, you, you feel like you, you imagine, I, yeah, you imagine like a guy in 1989, like looking at his rental mm-hmm. thing being like, is this a porno? I don't, is this a, I thought I got a porno. Is there, is there, is this, did I, what, what, is this a, is this, is this not, is this a, is it? Yeah. And, and this is something I've noticed from, from a lot of our movies is that, uh, the, the kind of context storyline that they cram into the first five to 10 minutes of the film mm-hmm. that completely disappear afterwards. Yeah. Um, those five to 10 minutes are so are often really dark oh, or yeah. really uh, like they suggest this whole complex world around it that I almost want to see that movie. It, it makes me think a little bit of like training as a, is uh, for writing where like when mm. you read um, re- when you read a draft of something that like a, mm-hmm. that, um, like a first draft that someone's written of a story, they're often mm-hmm. just sort of just, they haven't quite figured out what their thing is about yet. And so the mm. fir- they will sometimes like kind of like go do have a few false starts in the first few pages. Yes. And then they mm-hmm. figure out on page four, like this is what the story is about. Here it goes. <laughs> and I feel mm-hmm. like that happens a lot in these movies where they're just sort of like, yes. uh, I don't know, like um, donuts, some um, uh, hair yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, newspaper people, newspaper yeah. people. And then, and then the movie starts and you're like, well, you could have gone back and just, cut that nope no Mm-mm. don't don't cut it no we need yeah to, we need that. But yeah and it's also 
I expected bad plot, bad plotting because mm-hmm. that's one of the the kind of um, cliches about porn movies that I had inherited through mm. pop culture is that they just have shitty plot lines. Um, but I didn't. Ex- this is a complete reversal of that expectation because, in fact, I am fascinated by these shitty plot lines. Yes, they are plotted in a shitty way, but if they were to be done well, that would be a fascinating movie. Mm. Like, don't you want to to see that movie where just some mysterious man delivers or or um, disseminates sex potion? Yeah. Into the world via hair salon. How do you feel about this sort of uh, chemicals make people horny plot device? Um, I, I, I like it, I think. I don't know. I did that thing where like I had a thing I wanted to say. Yeah. So, I, what do you think? Um, well, I, first, I think it's um, I wanted to compare it to um, um, surf, sand and sex mm-hmm. where the like the sex lotion. And mm-hmm. um, I do I do feel like in this movie, although I would say that uh, as a device, it's a little tried, you know, a little shop worn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did feel like the characters kind of embraced it in a fun way. Um, and mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel it never feels like anyone's sort of like uh, like autonomy or consent is being violated by the horniness chemical. Yes. Yes. I think I'm just at that point in my life where I, I don't get bothered by cliches anymore. Mm. And I just want to know, are people having fun? Sure. Is, is life, the unbearableness of life, more bearable for the few minutes that I am experiencing mm. this? <laughs> and it was a resounding yes for this film. Yeah, yeah there was something delightfully... Uh, soothingly um, meaningless. I, I enjoy the extremely low stakes, um, and <laughs> I, en- I yes. enjoy. Uh, yeah. I uh, like. I sort of. So Joey Silvera is the. Um, he's in like almost every movie we watch. For some reason, we're just in the streak of like almost every time we watch anything. There's Joey mm. Silvera with his hollow notes hair and his yeah. suit jacket. Shout out to Joey Silvera. Yeah, Come shout on our out show. Joey. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And Joey is like the master of like the like 1989 um, rolled up sleeves with a blazer, you know, Mm. just like that's his Mm. that's his look. And he's Mm -hmm. sort of like running around in the kind of John Cleese role, sort of like worrying (laughs) about stuff. But he's but it's sort of it's like he's walking in on sex scenes being like, guys, you got to stop fucking the reporters are coming. And everyone's just like, no, dude, this is no We drank the sex coffee. This is mm-hmm. happening. This is happening. Um, and so you're never like, there's no, you're never really worried that anyone's going to be harmed. Cause like the worst possible thing, they, the, the worst stakes that are introduced are just like, maybe the reporters will be like, Oh, we went to this hair place and it was kind of weird. Everyone was having sex. Anyway, slow news day. I had a really important question to ask. I can't remember. Oh hmm. yes. I remember. Have you ever had a mustache? Have I ever had a mustache? Um, briefly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great. I loved it. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Only for a few weeks. My last um Oh, uh, I knew that too. Yeah. Okay. I felt that. But felt. go on. When I lived in 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 New Orleans, don't dox me. Um I uh was on my own for a while 
for for a brief mm-hmm. time, sort of. Um, I was a uh, uh, living separately from my partner, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it would be cool having a mustache. So I went ahead and had a mustache, and I loved it. It was great. The thing that I loved most of all was that I I did this uh-huh. kind of as a kind of like Mardi Gras treat for myself. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, let's have a mustache for Mardi Gras. It'll be fun. And it was not a good mustache, right? It was just like kind of like too thin. <laughs> And like not kind of grown in enough to be proper. It was sort of, it was a very much a like, this is this man's first and probably last mustache. <laughs> like anyone, anyone sort of doing mustache math, you know, your, your mustache <laughs> Sherlock Holmes would look at that and like, uh-huh. they could figure out the whole story just from like a quick snapshot of my face. They're like, oh, I see what's going on here. Um, but I was, I was moving so I, shortly. So I was like trying to get rid of a lot of my things. And I just had like this giant pile of, of stuffed animals like that they throw at um, Mardi Gras parades. And because uh, of years of like going to Mardi Gras parades, you like catch like so many little stuffed animals and just like leave them in a pile in your house. And you're like, did oh, you yeah. stuff them with your mustache hair? Uh, no, I didn't. What I did was I took a towel and I wore it as a cape and then I safety pinned all of the... Uh, all of the into a mustache on your face. No, I safety pinned all the stuffed animals onto the cape, and then I went to parades and I gave the the little stuffed toys away to small children, and I looked like such a kidnapper. Just like this is <laughs> not like this is. I looked completely skeezy, but like you know, it was New Orleans. People were like, "Oh, this kid, this guy's giving yeah. away uh, stuffed uh, stuffed uh, rabbits and whatever to kids. That's cool. Great, go for it." Have you ever had a mustache? No, but I've always wanted a beard. Oh, interesting. Uh, what um yeah. tell me about your dream beard? My dream beard is like anything from a five o'clock shadow to a uh like a five week shadow. Mm. Just um no, maybe like a five day shadow. Yeah. Um, no, that sounds nice. Yeah, I just I don't know why, but I it's so soothing to to touch a beard. Mm. And I whenever I was dating uh men, I would tell them they would have to grow out a beard. Wow. For my pleasure of just uh feeling the beard, <laughs> not them. I oh, I have a follow-up question. Yeah. Um at what Sort of when when do you drop this um, this ultimatum? <laughs> what, what what stage of the game are you at when uh, you're like, all right, buddy, it's yeah. beard time? Um, I would just strongly suggest uh, the power of suggestion, Randy, hmm. is hmm. is not to be discounted. Yeah, I would just like. Well, I'm generally a very disapproving partner. Sure. I just disapprove of everything. Sure. Um, so when I even just show the slightest bit of tolerance towards a beard, they're like, yes, finally. Mm. I'm doing something right. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, so you, you just generally sort of bully and then <laughs> and then you kind of give this hint like, well, one thing, yeah. you, you do everything wrong. Um <laughs> And you should know that you do everything wrong. But one thing that you could do that might be right would be to have a beard. Yes. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah, good system. But it's it's just implied. Never spoken. Yeah, just and implied. Nothing to incriminate implied, yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about the, the mustaches in this film? Real and um, otherwise. <laughs> Wait. Manuel's mustache are, is not real. Come on. It's come not? On. Wait, why, why are you doing that? You hater. You're just hating on that magnificent I, I mean, handlebar. Do you think it? I didn't. Do you think it's real? I don't care. Okay. Wait, fair. is it That's not? That's a good though? answer. <laughs> I don't think it is. It's so like, okay. it's, yeah, I, I don't, it just, it looks very unnatural to me. Especially compared True. to um, uh, uh, Joey Silvera's Sol- there, which like we always see him with mm-hmm. it. So I just feel like it's just a part of his face at this point. Yeah. One thing that I thought was interesting and might possibly be intentional. And if it is, it's very touching. Oh. But if it's not, this is all meaningless. Um, the, the hair supplies mm-hmm. in the hair salon were all uh, this brand, Paul Mitchell. Mm-hmm which, again, so 80s. But I looked it up, and Paul Mitchell passed away in 1989. Oh. So I wonder if it was like a, a tribute. Huh. Well, it's either a tribute or here's the other thing I'm going to suggest. Mm. This is a real hair salon that they rented, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's what was there. Okay. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, uh, speaking of hair though, mm-hmm. the thing that I want to talk about, I want to see if you have a similar reaction to what I have. Um, so I don't know if it's just sort of, um, my, my own, my own relationship to these hairstyles and uh-huh. think and associating them with back, uh, with this earlier era, mm-hmm. but they sort of, um, they make most of the, uh, the women in this movie, they make them seem older to me than they really are. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I feel like all the ladies in the movie, with the exception of Tanya Fox and her, her sweet um, semi mohawk, mm-hmm. I feel like they're all like 45. Yeah, hot tip. Um, any kind of severe discrepancy between hair color and, and your, your face color is automatically going to age you. Hmm. Especially when it comes to uh, the hair, like of your eyelashes, of your eyebrows, if that and the hair on your head severely mismatch, um, that immediately ages you. Interesting. So are you? So I, and and then I think it's also that... a combination of of the the severity of the coloring process. But then also mm. the extreme frizziness that resulted from the perms, mm. the the dryness yeah. of the hair in tandem served to age these women quite unfortunately. Interesting. Because I, I looked it up and because mm-hmm. there's a scene where like, so we got uh, Nina Hartley, Sharon Kane and Randy West together. Mm-hmm. And I had to look up their ages because it's just like this. So oh. Randy West is 42 at the time of the filming. Yeah. And then um, Nina Hartley was 30 and, and Sharon Kane was 33. I mean, 30 and 33. They're they're not as old as I sort of am like. Uh, like I right. think of them as being like my age or older. And I think it's mm-hmm. just for the reason, the hair reasons that you're talking about and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. 
They they look um, great. They just look like the the lady who like checks you in at the dentist. Yeah, I I remember being told just whatever you do with your look, just go for the soft, not the harsh, mm. and that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, a little too harsh, you think maybe? Yeah, harsh makeup, uh, harsh perms, harsh. Uh, coloring and let's not forget harsh ass lighting yes that is not helping i also um felt as though some of the uh the these these uh these ladies underclothes Mm -hmm. i thought they had a little they they were reading a little bit older in that regard too i don't know it's if it's just like dated or what but yeah even for 89 they're a little dated aren't they yeah i thought so it's just a little bit too frilly. And that that's the problem with these power blazers as a power blazer uh, loyalist. They do have like, you have to be careful because um, it's a fine line between power blazer and like matron blazer. Mm, mm. So, yeah. Yeah. This is good. I was kind of, so when we were starting this episode, this is our first episode mm-hmm. recording with just the two of us. And I was just wondering, like, what is what is the sort of beyond the beaded curtain 2.0? What is it going to be about? And if we just like pivot into into <laughs> you giving fashion tips, you know, I think that's great, especially since like it's very it's very low stakes because we're like, hey, um, folks from 1989, um, let me tell you some of the things that we now think you are kind of doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably not doing them anymore because this movie is uh, 30 years old. Yeah, um, and you but... probably did them against your own will yes, because you had but, someone right, barking right, orders yeah. at you. Yeah, put this on. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, really? That? Like, do your hair this way? Yeah. Like a whole can of hairspray? Really? Yeah, a whole can. <laughs> like, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got to hurry up and do this movie. We only borrowed this place for one day. <laughs> I think they probably did it in two days, just or like. Oh, well, okay. I need to hear this. Well, here because because um our our boy Manuel, mm-hmm. he goes from he 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 has uh basically no downtime in between two sex scenes if we perceive uh-huh. this as happening in real time, and Correct. maybe Manuel is just just a machine, but like maybe his, um, the sex potion is actually. A sex potion oh that's possible i'm just saying um uh, his uh mm-hmm. his refactory period uh-huh it's very short yeah and maybe that's why he's a famous porn star and i am a different kind of thing <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to get docs so i know i don't want to go into more detail uh, okay. but that yeah no that's all just i was just like whoa didn't he wasn't he didn't he just finish like oh, that other right. scene Oh, mm-hmm. another another thing that amuses me about this movie is thinking about like um, if you think about it as being all one, just one continuous thing going on one one quick like just like seventy minute period. There are a couple of times where uh, as as partners kind of shuffle around, where like you got to think like, oh, was Randy West just like sitting there by himself naked in that barber chair for like twenty minutes? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. like he comes in for a haircut um has sex mm-hmm. instead 
And then is just sitting there naked being like, I guess maybe I still want that haircut. Right. And that, it, I guess it's, a, it's um, I, I'm more familiar with um, the female body. Sure. So I just kind of relate more to the female body. But I noticed feeling that when I was um, w- watching all the times that we would cut to a bunny um, pleasuring herself on this very uncomfortable chair in a very uncomfortable yeah. pose. And we would keep cutting to her as if this had been going on for hours. Yes. And, and I was thinking, that's not, yeah. <laughs> well, wait a second. Wait yeah. a second. <laughs> she, did, she, did, she did get sex potion, though, so you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm-hmm. I did like her, though. I would say, let's see. I thought she was good. And maybe I'm just... Um, maybe the appeal to me is just like, oh, that's someone with a different kind of hair. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the new age. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. It just even in this movie, I feel like mm-hmm. um, there's sort of like the severe, um, the severe perm mm-hmm. kind of thing is sort of like going on for almost everyone in it. And so yes. it's just like anyone who's not doing that just is not. like, oh, well, that's mm-hmm. who's she? Slightly different hair, cool. Yeah, and and she definitely had the attitude to to pull it off. That's true. And the the purple power blazer. Mm-hmm. You know? um, mm-hmm. I also made a note about uh, there was one moment when I thought a woman was uh, sucking her thumb in the middle <laughs> of having sex. And hmm. I thought that's a that's a deal breaker if I've ever seen one. Oh really? Um, y- y- yes. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and, you know. I mean, what, yeah. like, the, like, so, like, um, you know, if she just, so you're saying, like, you don't think like a lady should like. In, in the heat of the moment, like, like <laughs> suck her thumb and be like, say like, St- stop it! I know you're sucking your thumb right now. I can hear it. Stop um, it! You know, like refer to her scene partner as daddy, or um, you know, you know, you're not into that. That's sort of okay. Um, Daddy's oh, that's okay because okay. like we have hmm. lots of like metaphorical daddies. Mm, sure. But <laughs> but you can't like metaphorically suck your thumb. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, fair. Um, well, just speaking, maybe we should go into sort mm-hmm. of our... Well, I mean, I since, don't know. I mean, change my mind. I love to have my mind no, changed. No, so I'm, tweet, I'm, tweet, tweet us at yes, DirtyVHS, mm-hmm. thumb sucking, yay or nay. Yeah. Um, hashtag thumb suck yay, hashtag thumb <laughs> suck nay. Let's see which wins. No, because um, I think maybe we should segue into sort of our gripes, mm-hmm. you know. Because that's a, and I think yeah. that I hear that gripe. gripe. I think that's a mm-hmm. legitimate gripe. We've already Thank talked you. about the lights. We've, t- I think we've gone yeah. through the look of this film um, pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to bring up there's just a lot of like um, fellas with their top still on, and <laughs> they're they're just having sex with no pants on. Um, which, yeah. you know, that's the standard way of having sex, but uh-huh. with, uh, with maybe a blazer, maybe a tie still on. Mm. And I just, it's not okay. Yeah. 
I I gotta say I prefer that. You prefer that? Go go on. Yeah, speak to that. I there's something too intimate about seeing someone's chest mm. and touching someone's chest mm. because that's where their what heart if, is, Randy. Oh, that is. So don't get your heart anywhere near me. Okay. Wow. The rest is fine. Just mm. keep that shit away. Wow. Um, so here we are. This is episode what, like eighteen or something? <laughs> and I've been no, I'm just I'm just really glad you finally um finally finally said that just because uh it took a while, but I've been complaining yeah. about um fellas uh porky uh-huh. pig in it. Um and I've been just like biting my tongue 'cause yeah. I yeah. Well thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um Okay, but that I hear your gripe. Thank you. <laughs> But that is uh, that is gripe worthy. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So besides that, let's uh, maybe four my bar main loops. One. I made that note. Thought you would be thrilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been more bothered by the music in plenty of other movies. So yeah, that was <laughs> it. Really didn't. But this is this is also sort of a lesson in like um, there's that sort of uh, there's that classic idea of the sort of like. Uh, porn music having that kind of like cheesy funk guitar you know but like the more Mm. the more like old porn we watch we realize that in Mm -hmm. fact literally any kind of like available free music can be porn music (laughs) do you do you remember i don't think we talked about this and it was a really fascinating thing in the um uh movie boys in the sand i don't think we Mm. talked about what the director in this commentary mentioned about um about music for for porn movies do you remember what he said Uh, remind us okay well what he said was that what uh what people were doing was just like going to their record store and going to the international section and just grabbing cheap records from the international Mm -hmm. section Mm -hmm. basically under the assumption that they could use this music Mm -hmm. and like the artist wouldn't find out about it I, I uh, had a gripe with hmm. with a particular cum shot. Okay. Which I don't think I've ever had before. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm very. I'm usually very pro cum shot, and I'm not picky. I'm usually the opposite. I <laughs> never need it. Never. Um, always but would be okay the without best it. Best part. Uh, agree to disagree, but which is the one um, that... Uh, yeah. There's a scene where a woman is wearing a pearl necklace as her male partner is giving her a pearl necklace. And I thought that was a little too on the nose. A little on the nose. Mm. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> like pulled me out. They missed the nose, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, mm-hmm. you're just, like, dropping all these, like, double entendres that I don't even... They're just, like, there, and I just don't know what to mm. do with them. Mm, like, it just sorry. pulled me out. <laughs> it did. Mm. I lost my boner, yeah. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> That's a single entendre. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair. And then the angle was weird, too. It was like, okay, so this is the thing. Uh, do you want to see a cum shot? No. Where you're but... more like at... <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, which would you rather? Oh, this would be fun. Um, with the with the eye of the cum shot facing you or away from you? Well, I always thought that you were safest inside the eye of the cum <laughs> shot because that's sort of a um, that's sort of a because of the the sort of vortex effect <laughs> of the cum. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. when you're in that when you're in the eye. You're you're right. temporarily safe, but here's the thing: people. Th- so as the as the as the cum is approaching, people mm-hmm. can um, they they withstand the first wave. Then they're in the <laughs> eye of the cum shot, and they get out of there. They're like, "Oh great, we made it!" But oh. then the eye passes, and mm-hmm. then, then you're in danger once more. Uh, cause now I'm just imagining like Twister, but the porn version of it. Ooh, good idea. Tell mm-hmm. me, get into it. Tell me more. Well, so you have like uh uh maybe I mean like a like a tornado, like a cum tornado, mm-hmm. like sharknado, mm-hmm. yeah, but sh- ooh, you know what? No, fuck <laughs> it. Let's have sharks in the cumnado. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that seems so um I would say that uh for like a movie, tell, tell, to show me where I lost you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would say that it's it's a good idea to just have sort of one. Um, uh, you kind of make a deal with your audience, and you're mm-hmm. like, audience, if you will just go with this one crazy thing, uh huh, I will s- just stick with that crazy thing. So just accept this one thing from me, and then you can enjoy this film. You know, so you're pitching a movie where it's like. Okay, yeah. audience. It's a um, buffet. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a tornado of sharks, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, I, okay." <laughs> and like, hold on. Uh-huh. You, there is an ellipsis after sharks. There's a tornado yeah. of sharks. Dot uh-huh. dot dot, and to come. Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. Where's the question? Yeah. <laughs> So it could work. It could work. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then you have like the the scientist who has to figure mm-hmm. out where this came from. But so how how are you how are you turning this into a, to a sex movie? Uh-huh. How are you? Uh-huh. Um, oh, what's your idea for um, the porn version? The porn version. Right. OK. So people have to have sex. Um, right. Mm, I don't know. This isn't my strength. Okay. My strength is everything else, clearly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to doing some like a like full on um parody films. Cause that's I would probably say like of you know, because I, I've I've I'm obviously like What I, if the sharks are like were sharks and at the full moon? Uh-huh. No, wait. I'm they they become human. They become human only on the full mm-hmm. moon. So it's a sort of <laughs> inversion of the standard thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. And so mm-hmm. they have sex at that part or yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, okay. um, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. Oh, I, and then if they have sex with you, you also become a shark. Sure. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's sexually transmitted. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. 
And there's a there's but there's a there's a Sharknado as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's complicated. I like that about it. <laughs> yeah. I but certainly I also, don't uh dumb down anything no. for my audience. I enjoy I, I respect the intelligence yeah. of my viewers. Mm-hmm. I enjoy thinking of um sort of like like we're talking about hours ago in this in this program how there's all that like <laughs> such an info dump in the beginning of a porn movie <laughs> and just the beginning of this porn movie where there's just like scientists with clipboards being like okay here's the thing <laughs> all right so there's a tornado got it okay it grabbed all these sharks got it but hold on they're not just sharks what yeah they're were sharks oh okay yeah how do they so they're so they turn into sharks no 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 they're the opposite of yeah, the were sharks so they're, you're al- about. so they're an alien race right <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that that could be the only explanation for yeah. how they've devised this technology. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the, te- <laughs> <laughs> what's the technology? The cum to- tornado. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, they have do a you think you could come up cum with a cum tornado? Yes. No. <laughs> wow, this, is a, this is a good and idea. So this technology of like the shark cum NATO, but also like yes. uh, becoming the sharks that then take human yes. form at the full moon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's great. I um, I think we should start a like a, maybe a GoFundMe and just get that movie made. Basically. Um, I I just want to smoothen out some kinks before. Yeah. So yeah, just don't rush me. Okay. No, no, no. Um, yeah. Well, I would say just, part of uh, um, part of the GoFundMe should be to sort mm-hmm. of like, look, we need we need a new laptop, and we need like um like a like a gift card to the like cafe where we're gonna write this. So that's part <laughs> of um, that's included in our in our ask. Right. Yeah. I think we covered it pretty nicely. It's a sort of plot light movie, which is kind of kind of fun to yes. um, not feel like we had to go sort of like because we could could have gone like kind of beat by beat, but it's just like well now it's this pairing and now it's beat this by beat. oh huh hmm. mm-hmm. um and I I don't I don't think that I think you got a pretty good sense of I mean it's just people having sex in a eight nineteen eighty nine hair yeah. salon oh That's, yeah and there's like uh, oh yeah I had a question about just the oh. version we watched. Oh. It seems like there was a little bit clipped in the beginning and a little bit clipped at the end. Oh, yeah. Because we never got credits. We never got like a smooth introduction or exit. Yeah. So what if the original version has like some mind-blowing revelation? No? What would be your idea for a revelation for the end? They open the door mm-hmm. and they're on Mars. Pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, mm-hmm. I would maybe bring back that fellow from the beginning. Um, and I would like to recast him as Rodney Dangerfield. I think he'd do a really good job. Um, just kind <laughs> of like showing up and being upset that people used his um, hormones uh, for mm-hmm. to make sex coffee um, rather than to regrow their hair. So it's not really... It's not oh, really a twist. Uh-huh. It's just sort of um, no, just a little it's button like a tying for the end. Up of, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, mm-hmm. keep that in mind if you're planning a reboot of this. Uh, aspiring porn directors out there. 
Yeah, so maybe maybe ratings. Were we ready for that? Mm-hmm. Great. Um, one thing I wanted to, just because this is a whole bold new show now, um, mm-hmm. just to give a little bit of... Um, a uh, little bit of depth to our um, um, to our system here. I wanted to add a little extra, try adding a little extra piece to our ratings moment, and that's because um, there all of th- these movies yeah. often have sort of just like toxic elements where you're like you're going along and like enjoying yourself, <sighs> and then there's something yeah. just like really gross happens, and you're like, well, you kind of want to rate based on on you know you want your rating to include everything but you also feel like maybe you just you don't want to you just don't want to be constantly just like enjoying a movie hating a part and then feeling like well you know throughout the whole thing kind of thing we want to have them mm-hmm, you know. mm-hmm. so i just just sort of a general sense of like the poison level of yeah. of, of the movie porn poisoning check yeah. out our last episode spermula mm-hmm. for yeah. a a brief discussion on this concept of porn poisoning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, you know, um, obviously since this is a movie basically for me, not really for me, cause I was eight when it was made. And so they're like, well, it's not for, really for him. <laughs> um, but, um, I would say that with, with the caveat that this is a very sort of like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a movie for like a 1989 white guy and the kind of, the assumptions mm-hmm. that go along with that mm-hmm. and so on. I would say overall the toxicity level is pretty close to the like 1989 base level. Mm. Like there's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. like, I, no, I just like that. that, could, that it's like, that all the sac- it's like, yeah. like, even with the, yeah. like kind of mm-hmm. the, the, the plot device of the, um, uh, of the, the, the chemical making everyone horny, everyone's into it. Everything feels very consensual. Yes. Everyone's mm-hmm. enjoying themselves. And yeah. that goes pretty far in kind of like uh, making True. things more watchable to me personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I thought the poisoning on this was quite low as well. Um, despite the fact that it is very, um, you know, um, homogenous, heterosexual, uh I think just because it didn't take its own decisions seriously. It it it, it was just a film that never really committed to anything. Um so I couldn't really blame it for its commitments because there were barely any. It just uh was a a frolicking kind of venture. Um so I I could I could get down with that. Yeah, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. the the thing that we haven't we haven't really talked about in regards to the kind of like faulty tower elements that we should and we talked about um, Peter mm-hmm. North's mustache. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I would say that so um, in the original show Faulty Towers, Manuel is this like is this uh, Spanish character? I think he's played by an English actor, so it's that's a little whatever. But it's not. There's a different relationship um, to a kind of like um, mm. a the 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 one fellow in your workplace um who mm-hmm. speaks who's like with a who speaks spanish you know mm-hmm. in in an american film it kind of mm-hmm. um it kind of uh changes the the, the ch- changes that relationship quite a bit and so uh, this this the, the the mustache is kind of like 
it's sort of meant to be a sort of like oh it's 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 a fake mustache it's meant to be sort of ethnic and um Mm, um, mm -hmm. manuel gets referred to as amigo they never really like say that he's like that um that he's latino and he's not played by a latino actor but that that to me is the only sort of like kind of like mm, eyebrow raising thing in this movie is that they kind of um they they dance very close to the line of like basically like having a white actor do this kind of like brown face mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. performance mm-hmm. and it yeah it dances really really right up to that line and probably steps over it a little bit right so um let's do our ratings i would say i'm gonna go ahead so for me all my um my my ferns ratings are just like very like broad you know mm-hmm. so in terms of like uh there are definitely i'm gonna give this three ferns there are definitely movies that i've liked more that i have given um three ferns but i just sort of like it's just absent enough of the things (laughs) that Mm -hmm. really like like bog these movies down and make them a Mm -hmm. bummer um that Mm -hmm. uh even though like it doesn't totally work for me um it's uh it's it's light enough and it kind of it moves along that I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I I didn't I I didn't hate watching this. So three mm-hmm. friends. Cool. Yeah, I had very similar feelings too. Um, but my rating was two, not mm. three. Two ferns. Um, just because it. Um, I I guess I reserve threes for films that I might watch again. Okay. And I I. Um, I this I would not watch again. Not that if it was on, not that I would you know storm out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks everybody for checking out this episode of Beyond yes. the Beaded Curtain. Yay! My nails dried. Oh, nice! Just yeah, in time. So much. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And you, um, the listener, accomplished listening to yet another one of our episodes. So. Thank you. And probably you like did your laundry or like, I don't know. I bet you did something else during this too. So um, I hope you did your nails with me. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, Thanks for checking this one out. This was sort of, um, we didn't really know how this was going to go. It was our first episode recording with just two of us. But I I had fun and I think we did a good job. So there. um, Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.